Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. To very serious things that would worry and concern a family. If you had somebody missing for six weeks, you would be at your wit's end, particularly if you had absolutely no idea where he'd gone or what had happened to him. And even more so, if he'd left hospital, didn't have his medication on him, and you've absolutely no idea what might have happened to him. I speak of John Keaveney, who's been missing now since the 21st of August. It was a Monday morning. Cahill is uh, his his uncle and joins me. You must be frantic, Cahill. Good morning. Yeah, good, good morning, BJ. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to you and to your listeners this morning. Yeah, as you said, it, it's, it's sort of um, been a bit of a nightmare for us all in that John was down on holidays having a wonderful time with his beautiful wife, Adrian, and his three kids, Amy, who's 12, Isabel, who's nine, and Alwyn, who's six. And they really were enjoying Cork, having a great time. And then John suffered from epilepsy for about the last 10 years. Um, he had a, an epileptic uh, episode. Um, now, he has had them before. Mm-hmm. And um, he was brought to hospital, at uh, Cork University Hospital, uh, where they were taking care of him. And uh, they kept him in, and they wanted to do some tests on him. And we think whilst he was in the hospital, he actually had a second epileptic episode. Mm-hmm. And as can happen uh, in these cases, he seems to have got very disorientated and managed to discharge himself from the hospital. And after that, um, we've been trying to chase him and follow up where he went. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead, PJ. Yeah, sure. This is early in the morning now of Monday, August 21st. Well, this is actually on the previous day, on the Sunday. Okay. And uh, he discharged himself from the hospital on the Sunday. Um went into Cork City Centre, <clears throat> and we think he went around to a number of shops and premises trying to charge his phone. And due to his disorientation, somehow um, ended up um, near the Centre Park Road, near the Circle K station, near the Albert Road and the Centre Park Road at around about 20 past one on the morning of Monday, the 21st of August. Okay. Um, I know that part mi- of town very well, yeah. Yeah, he was a major music fan, and um, one of the things we think he may have been doing is, again, with the disorientation and, and not really knowing where he was, or who he was even, 
um, he obviously somehow um, had a, a recollection about being in Cork and maybe being at the Marquis in Cork because he used to go to a huge number of concerts there. And we think uh, he was thinking that maybe there was a concert on. And if I go down there, I'd either catch the concert or I'll meet people at the concert. And uh, I'll be with, you know, the type of people I, I know and love, uh, fellow music fans. Mm. And he walked down the centre park road. Uh, obviously, there was nothing on in the marquee. And the next possible sighting we have of him is walking past Parky Keeve on the Marina Walkway there mm-hmm. at around about one thirty, one forty, again on the early hours of the Monday morning. And was that picked up on somebody's CCTV call, it was? This is the key to everything, PJ. Um, only for CCTV, we'd have no idea of his whereabouts whatsoever that evening. So CTV, CCTV is actually crucial to helping us find John and, and to know where he is. So where's the last CCTV sighting of him then? Unfortunately, it's at Parky Keeve at around about one forty, again on the morning of Monday the 21st of August, which is really strange, which is really baffling. You know, where did he go after that? Um, what we've done is, and, and, and the local people have been terrific, um, we've had family and friends down from Cork, and we even went round to all the exit points from that beautiful marina uh, uh, greenway walk, and we knocked on doors and we asked people to check their CCTVs um, after 1.40 a.m. till um, 6 p.m. the following evening uh, to see, does he show up anywhere, right? Because, you know, uh, what could have happened to John is he could have kept walking or he could have stopped if he was tired to take a break or, you know, have a sleep and then got up in daylight and continued on his journey. And... We just don't know. And if people who live around the Greenway or any of the exit points, the Black Rock Road or anywhere around there, you know, we'd ask them to check the CCTV if they still have it for Monday the 21st of August mm-hmm. and see that they see a man, he's around about 43 years of age, wearing um, a light grey FEI hoodie top because he was a big sports fan, navy trousers, and white trainers, um, very distinctive Scotch and soda white trainers. Mm-hmm. And, and I take it that you've gone up into Ballon Temple there and checked with the businesses or gone across into Black Rock Village and thinking of places where there'd be a lot of CCTV and there would be some along the Greenway. The park itself, Parky Cueve itself, would have loads of CCTV, one would assume. Yeah, it would, PJ, but the only one they seem to have picked them up on is the one that was facing the, the river if that makes sense. Down by you one know? of the businesses, like CAB yeah, or something. Yeah, well, basically, he was parking, parking, passing Parky Keeve as if he was heading to Black Rock Pier, uh, straight along the waterway there. Okay. Um, after he gets on out the, of sight, Sorry, sorry, uh, yeah. Carl. On the riverside or on the village side? On the, on the riverside. On the riverside. So, I'm sorry, that's it. Yes, yes, on the, that's on the side of the greenway. On the side of the greenway. So yeah. I n- now I have you. Now I have him pinpointed. So the last known location that picked up on CCTV was somewhere between the Parky Cueve and the actual River Lee along that walkway there. Absolutely. And about half past one in the morning. Meeting. Now I, I was just trying to pinpoint because, as you know yourself, there's a lot of water down there. There's a new park. It's very popular for walking and everything like that. So just so he was on the river side 
of Parky Cueve in the early hours of that morning and he seemed to be headed, he was walking I take it in the CCTV that you have walking towards Black Rock Village Walking towards Black Rock Village, yeah. Okay. Where and there I mean, would have been a ton of CCTV at that stage of the night. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, the people on the Black Rock Road and some of the businesses on the Black Rock Road have been really kind. And uh, they've looked at their CCTV, and it's actually, um, we're still looking for that breakthrough where we just happened, someone just happens to spot them. And as you know yourself with these investigations, PJ, that, you know, you can look at things once, you can look at things twice, but suddenly it's only on the third time, you pick up maybe that very small detail, right, that makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. And that's really, after six weeks, what we're looking for now, is really just to, um, how will I put it, um, make sure that there's nothing we're missing absolutely anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in terms of him walking by the water, some of your listeners might be thinking, sure, he could have fallen into the water. Yeah. And um, I have to give a big shout out there to John and the crew from Mallow Search and Rescue and from Christy and Missing People in Cork mm-hmm. who have been on the water nearly every day since searching for John and not just searching with eyes and binoculars but using sophisticated equipment such as mm-hmm. sonar and remote TV drone cameras. And um, from the feedback that they're giving to us after such a long time, the probability now really is that um, he actually hasn't entered the water. In fact, yeah. John hated water and, and would avoid it, you know. I have another question for you based on where he was last seen. And, and again, like you said, it's the tiniest yeah. of details. So he was walking between Parque Cueve and the water on the riverside. Now, this is yeah. going to sound like a silly question. Yeah. Was he closer to the water than he was to the park? Which side of the road would he have been? As he was walking towards Black Rock, would he have been on the left-hand or the right-hand side of the road? Well, I think if you look after right opposite Parky Key, you have that dust track there. Yeah. And then, and then you have the walkway itself. He was on the walkway himself. Okay. But, he, but it didn't look like, and it's very hard to tell on CCTV, as if he was walking close to the water, okay. if that makes That's sense. It does, it does. And, and his, his gait, his demeanour... On the, on the footage, did he seem to be making his way confidently or was he unsure of himself? Like you say, he might have been disorientated. You know, a person after an epileptic event, they, could, they, they might be a bit wobbly on their feet. How did Absolutely. he seem? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a very good question. He seemed to be walking very purposely. Okay. Um, as if um, he was definitely going somewhere. Okay. Um, and this is the baffling thing about it. I mean, if we thought that um, he was so disorientated <clears throat> that he was not in control of himself, then obviously, you know, um, we'd all be thinking that something terrible would have befallen him, right? But um, looking at the CCTV coverage, looking at this purposeful walk, <clears throat> having checked not only the, the river, but actually having done a number of land searches as well, yes. um, all around the Atlantic Pond area, you know, the thinking is that that hasn't happened, that he seemed to be trying to make his way to somewhere. And the thing about um, the epileptic episode is you can be disorientated, you can have a sense of amnesia, right? And um, lose sense of uh, the actual reality you're in, right? But you can still think uh, and be purposeful about where you think you want to go and what you want to do. That's right. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. You'll have absolutely no idea of the circumstances before the moment of the episode. But once you come out of it, 
you you have a notion in your head of where you want to go. Was he carrying a mobile phone, Carl? He had a mobile phone, and we think the mobile phone was out of power because we know earlier on he was trying to charge it, and we were desperately trying to reach him, and the phone... Mm-hmm. The sound from the phone was that it actually had either was turned off or had no power. Right, and knowing no way John, to ping it. No, knowing no. John. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. He lived by his phone. Yeah. Uh, and there's no way he turned it off if that makes sense to you. It does. Uh, yeah, it does. There, there is no way. And the fact that he was trying to charge it meant he, he, he was trying to get back into communication. Um, which, which would which, point a little to his, to his um, state of mind in that he might have been a bit more clear-headed than we think. Well, funny enough, with this, what they say, PJ, is you can have moments of lucidity. Yeah. And then suddenly you can slip back into disorientation again. I know. I know. And, and this, is, this is actually the worrying thing. Um, I mean... This is so out of character for John, because actually, um, just a week before um, the episode, he was at the All-Ireland Ladies Football Final in Crow Park, and he had a fantastic time there. Then he was having a fabulous holiday in Cork when he had the episode. But actually, the week after the episode, um, he was due to go to Kilmainham to see Noel Gallagher play. Mm -hmm. And John was probably the greatest Gallagher fan uh, on the planet. I'd say between the Gallagher Brothers and Oasis, he was at over 70 concerts um, all over the world. And um, he collected concerts and archived concerts um, like somebody would collect stamps. Um, He was very proud, and I think he was very proud of his record. And I think he was probably trying to achieve the most number of attendances by anybody, anywhere, Had he been there when they played in the park in the 90s? Oh, he was, yeah, yeah. He'd have been young now, but he would have been very young then. Oh, look, he loved Oasis from the beginning. He had actually met the boys in person. He was actually at their Paris concert when they actually broke up. And actually, he actually managed to um, uh, get uh, the playlist 
uh, from the final concert. That's that's the biggest trophy he has at home, wow. right? And he has contacts all over the world through social media, fans of Oasis, fans of music. So actually, you know, with this gig coming up, there's no way mm-hmm. if John was, was, was his normal self, he'd miss that concert. Gotcha. Absolutely no way. Gotcha. It was actually going to be one of the highlights of his year. Gotcha. So this is really, you know, the worrying thing for us is mm-hmm. that it's so out of character, as we said, for John, that um, we think that due to the disorientation and the amnesia, we do believe he's out there somewhere, possibly with somebody, but he doesn't realize we're all looking for him. Okay. And um, this, this is what our appeal, you know, what we're appealing very the, strongly for. The two for. lads, sorry to cut across you, Cahill, sure. and I know their work, that Mallow Search and Rescue and Cork City Rescue and Recovery, they are brilliant at what they do. If they say they don't believe he entered the water, the chances are he didn't enter the water. Well, I think they, they, they can't say for sure. Nobody can say for sure and can't call it. But what they're saying is after all the searching and everything that they've done, right, you know, they're beginning to think, you know, you need to look elsewhere as well. If yeah. that makes sense to you. It does, it does, that there is a strong probability that he's not in the water, right? So um, that's why we're appealing to all your listeners and anybody who lives close to that area that, you know, if you do have a camera that faces out to any um, walkway or any footpath or any road mm-hmm. that is along uh, any of the exits, to the, the Greenway or, or the Marina. Maybe even if something like a ring doorbell, them, just, you know, these new... Just on the Monday morning. Even, yeah. even the doorbells, even the doorbells. So, um, and it's amazing, we know from talking to people um, historically that, um, you know, even after six weeks, eight weeks, even longer, you know, if everybody just shows that awareness and actually does that little bit of investigation, that breakthroughs can happen. Indeed, they can. Again, it's, it's when you think it's not going to happen that it does. And as I said, it's the smallest details that sometimes can make make the big difference and give you the big breakthrough that you're sort of looking for. Carl, how are his family doing? I know his wife, Adrienne, he's got three little girls, 12, 9 and 6. How are they doing? It's, it's, it's very tough for them because, um, you know, obviously... They all desperately, I mean, Adrian, the kid, his mum and dad, his sister, his family and friends, everybody desperately just wants to see John home. And um, not knowing where he is, you, you, you're wondering, where is he? Is he all right? And the fact that we said he hasn't got his medication um, really does cause great concern and worry. Now, is it the kind of... I know a little bit about epilepsy medication because my boy takes some himself Ah, and some of it is very readily available and he would probably be on LTI for it. So if he was compassmentous at all, it wouldn't be hard for him to get some. Well, this is it. He could walk in somewhere managed to procure some or, or somehow yeah. um, because he was a very resourceful guy. He was a, an IT specialist. And if there was ever a problem or something that was um, defeating him, put it yeah. that way, he'd always find a way around it. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was a very resourceful person. Yeah, and he'd, he'd have a long-term illness arrangement and he'd be able, I mean, if he was compass-mentors at all, because I remember going away one time for a weekend away and we'd forgot my umphala's medicine, this is why I know this, and a couple of phone calls we were able to get some. So it isn't all that difficult when you have a, a long-term illness card, which he would have with the, with the epilepsy. No, you're, you're, you're right, PJ. And one of the great things about John is <clears throat> he was one of the most engaging, friendliest people you could ever meet. He talked to anybody. Okay. And um, 
uh, if somebody met him, he, he had this smile uh, that, that really, um, how would I put it this way, uh, you couldn't help we, but got a picture sort of fall in love with. So um, I, I can imagine him, you know, um, making a friendship out there with somebody or organizing somebody to um, procure, you know, medication or other things that he needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, him obviously not knowing who he really is, but managing to um, get those things done for himself. Yeah. I, I, I can see that happening. Okay. okay, so I'm going to try something now with you, Cahill, okay? Sure. And, you know, even if a person has amnesia and, and might not be too sure where they are or who they are or whatever, one thing they might recognize is voices. Let us just imagine that John is somewhere and he can hear you now. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking for about a minute. You want to talk to him directly if he can hear your voice? Please, PJ, that'll be... Go ahead. That'll be great. Yeah, um, hi, John, uh, this is Carl here. Um, first of all, we're hoping you're okay. And um, all is well, your end. Um, just to let you know that we're all thinking of you, um, we're all missing you, and we're all out um, looking for you uh, because we love you and because we want to see you home. And um, Adrian and the kids um, are, are waiting. Um, they're praying, and um, we believe that you know, um, with their love and with your love, that <clears throat> and the help of everybody, that we will get you home. And uh, when you do get home, we will celebrate together. We'll listen to Oasis music. We'll watch some great sport, and we'll share the love and the great times we we always have so um if you're listening um we're here we're waiting and we desperately want to see you home all right Carl, that's the most we can do for you you keep you keep in touch with me if there's anything we can do at any time you 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 know where we are we have a picture of john now up on on our twitter at Opinion Line 96, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably share that as on our personal accounts as well during the day and over on the Instagram. PJ, look, um, a massive, sincere thanks to you and your team, <clears throat> to John and Sergeant Mallow, Christy and Missing People in Cork, Katrina Toomey and Penny Dinners have been helping us as well uh, because they know the streets of Cork really, really well. Yeah. They've been so helpful. And all the wonderful, wonderful people we've met in Cork, because I've actually nearly been living in Cork for the last six weeks. And I have to say, and I said it before, it's a wonderful place because it's just full of wonderful people. And I can't thank everybody there enough for their support and their help and, and their empathy. Uh, it means so much. So thank you, PJ, to you, all of Cork, to Ashling and the Guards and Anglesey, to the Clayton Imperial Hotels, and everybody who's helped us. But um, to everybody there and everybody listening, um, a sincere, heartfelt thanks from okay. me, Adrian, the kids, and, and, and all of us. All right, all Thank right. Thank you so much. Cahill, you take care of yourself as best you can, and hopefully, 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 something will trigger with somebody. John Keevney. Thank you, Cahill. Uh, sometime some the early morning of Monday, 21st of August, he was seen... Around one thirty a.m., walking down towards Blackrock Village on the walkway there by the marina, spotted on CCTV, and he's no sign of him since. 
no sign of him since. If you have a camera, if you have footage, if you even have one of those ring doorbells, if you were driving in Black Rock and had dash cam at that hour, if you got to Black Rock Village, you see, we don't know if he did because there's, no, there's nothing. If you're in Black Rock Village and you haven't looked at your CCTV in a while, would you ever have a look and see, do you have CCTV for the 21st of August, early hours of the morning? I'm thinking about pubs down there. I'm thinking about the coffee shop down there. I'm thinking about places even beyond that, heading up towards Black Rock Castle. Maybe he got down there and maybe he walked up around to Black Rock Castle and there would be lots of houses up there with maybe CCTV on the gates or something like that. So early morning, Monday 21st of August, you can have any sign of John Keaveney at all. His family are desperate, desperate to find him. 0818 96 96 96. You just can't imagine what people are going through at a time like that, can you? We have a picture of John on our Twitter and we'll, we'll share it as well with all our other platforms and on all our other platforms. Thanks, Cahill. Corks 96 FM. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.